Well, welcome everyone to our Thanksgiving teleclass, and we have a very special guest tonight. Her name is Reverend Darlene. Darlene, welcome. Thank you, Padre. Thank you. I am so blessed and grateful to be able to share this time first with you, but with with God and everyone who has been guided to share with us as well. Yeah, I think this is a first time for you to be asked to Amen. be on one of these teleclasses. So we're honored Absolutely. for the wisdom that will come through and, and just thank you for the 20 some years of uh, ministry with Celebrating Life. I don't want to say you're an oldie but goodie, but it's in that category <laughs> and affectionately I'll said. Be that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and like all of our Celebrating Life teleclass, we loved or seminars, we love to open with prayer. So, Darlene, sure. could I ask you to open with prayer tonight? Yes. Thank you. Divine Lord, Father, Mother, God, Holy Spirit. You are with us, in us, through us, for us, all of us. Thank you. Thank you for this moment, for this presence, for all that we are and all that we are opening to understand. Bring it, Lord. Thank you. Bring it. We open and receive, and through the gifts, the gratitude, we are able to share you, to be the face of you, to hold and heal and understand, to bring forth the wisdom, the love, the healing. Help us not miss one single moment. We know that this is time for us. We know, we recognize, we heal, we forgive, guide us in those gifts that all of us carry. Help us to remember, speak through and for us. Let our eyes be your eyes, and may the touch of heaven be in every step. So be it. We love you. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful prayer that was, Darlene. Really coming from the heart. It reflects who you are. So, Darlene, because I call it you're new, at least to our Southern Life community in a sense, could you tell us what your passion is? Because just to give a little insight into your life, I believe you're married with children. Absolutely. I would be happy to do that. And you know how how spirit works, and I, I share this. And we just, for those of you who are on the call that were with us for our recent retreat in San Rafael, the, the energy yeah. is still flowing. It is still processing. And and I believe that the frequency of, of our being oh, no. has already been raised and we're adjusting to this, this vibration, to this frequency. Some willingly, I don't know anybody willing, but I think that, <laughs> that the, the yeah. shift it's it's we're we're creating that vessel we're cleaning out work and we're not alone and and so many times we we feel that that we are well i'm i'm sitting here listening and and being guided to what to share with an open heart but i will back to what you said about my passion what guided me 
to go deeper in spirituality. I've, I was, I've always been able to connect to the other side since I was a little girl. My parents divorced when I was, was, was very young. I was raised by a, a single parent, by my mother and, and my grandmother. And because I was an only child, a lot of my time was spent with animals and imagination, intuition. And mm. so I, I, I was able to utilize that. Well, it, in back then, it was not favored or recognized. And I remember feeling humiliated when I would share, I feel, I know. And, oh, and wow. when I went into school for nursing, it was all about science. And so it, it, at, at the time, it, it all seemed like, okay, I'm going to just bury that or just put it aside until grief, until grief. And what guided me, what what catapulted me was my mother's death. I had been shown when I was nine that she would die before she's 60 and she died at 59. And I I knew that when she passed, it was going to change. I knew I wasn't going to wait 50 years to see my mother's heaven. I didn't believe Mm. that God would create someone so incredible with that level of love and then tuck her away. So I began to search deeper. We we were in in organized religion, but I knew I needed to go deeper. And in that, I began to study meditation and different. and, And bottom line, what got me to Ron was I had studied with Carolyn Mace and I could see the chakras but didn't understand them. And I didn't know how to articulate their 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 language. So I was at one of the the conferences in Chicago and I heard Ron speak and I heard him say the way he spoke to God, I knew that was how I talked to God and he was the teacher I had been longing to find. And so from there it was ordination and, and growth and and into this moment. But from that 21 years ago that I was ordained to this moment, I remember at ordination he would say to us, do not give up your day job. Just because you're a minister does not mean that you need to quit your job and go out. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Mm. Well, I didn't, obviously. And and (laughs) I I realize now that the blending of that part of my of healthcare, nursing, medicine, and spirituality were one in the same. And yeah. and in that, letting that unfold, and I had been guided at the same time to start a wellness practice, a wellness coaching, and with focus on spirituality. I so I did, and I continued to grow and serve and and open and because I remembered how as a medium to how much that helped me that that would be something that would be of service and and so having the the when I talk about mediumship it's mirroring that which is the the grace so through that bringing it back to this present present moment what I do with the work that I'm called to do now. I work in relationship with clients and I my job is to interpret the symbolic language of their hearts, to go in, up and let it unfold and listen to that to the language of that symbolic song and share so that when when I'm privileged to sit with someone, I'm able to interpret that and and offer to them through their own being, 
tools, resources, ceremony, just assignments, sacred wisdom, so that they have the opportunity to move through, to strengthen that, that connection with the divine, however they see divine, because people come from all faiths and all being. And so in that, to language it, to, to help them so that that privilege of their, their life can become a reflection of the heart and to help in cleaning the, the, the light that may have fogged a little bit. Well, you know, Darlene, the, your background is pretty intense in a sense of that divine grace that seems to come forth. And for you, it was when your mother passed. For others, yes. it could be a death in the family or a loved one or a loss of a job or a brokenness in their marriage vows or, or get fired from their workplace. To me, there's a, there's a grace, there's a hidden grace in our suffering I could use that term, or our separation, that ultimately it leaves open the door for the divine to speak to us. And not that we're not hearing (laughs) in our everyday life, but when those moments happen, it's a treasure. At least I found that in my own life. And not always welcoming it when it happens, but I do understand once it has taken effect, when I can pause enough to reflect on my own reaction. And then I I find the spirit really is speaking. And it changes me, my life, my relationships. And to me, this is what uh, we want to concentrate on tonight is our prayers that we've received from others praying for us, as well as the gratitude because we're celebrating this week Thanksgiving. And to me, prayer and gratitude, surrender, is really a focus point for me as a, a Christian, but also as we gather together with our families, because family is what binds us together. Relationships what bind us together. But it always starts with my relationship with God. And from there, the flow happens. So to me, the, the delight to have you with us. And let's explore this beautiful time of grace of miracles, because to me, Praying leads to my miracle, your miracle, our miracles. And for those listening on the line tonight, Darlene just mentioned about the, the we just came off a four-day healing retreat in San Rafael, California. 200 plus people were there for four days and the hotel was under construction. So guess what? So were we. It just dawned on me this morning, Darlene, that the, our theme for this retreat was stirring of the soul. And from the feedback I've been getting, there was a lot of stirring of the soul happening. And unbeknownst to me, I didn't think I would be affected by that theme. (laughs) And I was probably center stage with that. So it really does. When the Holy Spirit decrees something, it will take place, just as Ron did for you in your life. You know, you paid attention to his words, his uh, what he said, how he said it, took it into action, into our prayer closet. And to me, that it, it's so valuable to have that special place where we go and commune with the divine. Because if we're thankful, what are we thankful for? We can list our family, our friends, our, our meal, our home, our car, have a job, have heat. But ultimately, it's a relationship with the divine. It starts there. And then it, I call it trickles downs, or it could be a river, it could be a flood of blessings. But it really, the, it stands to 
it stands to believe in that creator is taking care of us. Judy. So, you know, your encounter with Ron, and you were just sharing before our call, an experience you had with Ron Ross. Would you like to share that for me? I think it was one of your last ones. Yes, thank you. It was it was the the last time I saw Ron while he was still in 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 the physical as I would as I would say that yes. he was and it was our Christmas our Christmas I thought it was that one. That was miracle upon miracle upon miracle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh it's and 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 before I tell the story, those who are are listening, those miracles continue. Those miracles continue. If you ever have an opportunity to attend one of the retreats, either on the west coast or the east coast, you feel it. It's just miracle after miracle. Palatable. And it may not yeah. happen in that moment, but it will unfold. And, and yes, so it what, will. What you were you were speaking about Padre was our our last Christmas that we we had and Ron had been in in the chair post stroke and and he was up on on stage and and you asked if I wanted to to be there and I absolutely was was right there and and he had been been speaking he had been doing diksha and prayers and blessings and 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 pouring through but he also for those of you who are familiar when you have a challenge from a stroke there was some you had you know to wipe his his mouth so I can sense him right now and he's saying careful how you say my spit this is so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I I had been helping him with that. Well, there were there were a few of the the cloths. There were they were napkins and cloths, and and he would wipe or I would, and I had them and I held them in my hand, and I thought these are holy. This contains holy holy water. This is part of Ron, and we knew he wouldn't be be on the planet for another hundred years in in the right. physical. But those were holy, and that would be it'll be I think eleven years in May I think. Correct. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. That that I saved those and I kept them in a sacred cloth. And tonight when I was preparing my altar for our time together, and and it's it's really so interesting how when we do prepare our space and we listen, we will receive that we we and follow. We, we can receive because I was told to go in that sacred drawer, in that special drawer, and get one of the cloths and put it on our altar tonight. Mm. And I, I did. And I haven't had those out in 11 years. In 10 wow. years, I haven't had them out. So having the, the blessings, the listening, the, the experience that all of us are having right now what i can personally offer here and with with CLM and and all that are are with us you'll feel if if just feel the blessings that that the prayers that are being offered right now there's there's many that are not even on this call that are holding the light and the grace 
for all of us, for you, for us. There, there is a depth and there's such gratitude that our, our monks and our students and our ordained and you know, I can't even think of everyone that is there here and to, to feel that if you, if you don't, the, the gratitude is still there and holding that in, and so all of them that are offering that for us right now, I, I offer gratitude and deep peace and love because it's present. We feel the presence through them. Darlene, the, one of my favorite spiritual writers, and was Ron Ross, one of his spiritual writers, was Henry Nowen. And you talked about your loss of your mom. I would speak of my loss of Ron as my mentor and traveled with him for 28 years. And especially around Thanksgiving, we remember those who have gone before us because they're not going to be sitting at our table. But yes, they will, but not in the form we're used to, in the physical form, but in the spiritual form. And it wasn't to me, it's not a surprise that Ron nudged you bring out those the little cloths tonight. It's about being in remembrance. But Henry Nouwen talked about our poverty is God's dwelling place. And that sounds strange, but Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. And Henry Nouwen breaks this down. And just reflect that in your own lives. For those that are listening, it says, each human being has a place of poverty. That's the place where God wants to dwell. How blessed are the poor, Jesus said. That means our blessing is hidden in our poverty, meaning in our loss. And it's up to us for the Holy Spirit to reveal that to us. Sometimes we, when we have a loss, we, want, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to think about it. It's not real. But Henry is saying, and Jesus is saying, it's actually a treasure. And once we can unwrap the gift, we will experience heaven here on earth. And it will shift us to a new dimension. Just as in Ron's death, it shifted me into a way different dimension than I ever would experience before. And continues to do that. So these spiritual writings that have been given over the years, whether it's a Catholic saint, whether it's a Protestant saint, whether it's a guru, doesn't matter, rabbi. Spiritual truth comes from spiritual beings. And so it's our delight tonight to share some of those. So, Darlene, which one do you have that kind of stands out for you? Right now, and, and thank you, Padre, that, that loss, that significant loss, that treasure, when, when you were speaking now, Henry wrote that, just as you said, as you were saying that, and, and as we are discussing and sharing healing prayer and, and that which we have learned some some of it on the high road, some of it in in the dark night. And yeah. and so having that there the treasure is always, always there for us. It, it what what I've learned in when you said how when we have that significant broken heart and how it breaks us open so that yeah. the calling is becomes louder. I did not think that I would be going in the direction that God called me, but there is not a day that I'm not thankful for that. And what I was guided to right now as you were speaking of Henry, I was guided to to one of 
Brown's book's Prayer in the Five Stages of Healing. And there's a Native American prayer in here that that I would like to to share and read if, if I may. And it, it, yeah. it goes like, like this. Oh, great spirit, whose voice I hear in the winds and whose breath gives life to all the world, hear me. I am small and weak. I need your strength and wisdom. Let me walk in beauty and make my eyes behold the red and purple sunset. Make my hands respect the things you have made and my ears sharp to hear your voice. Make me wise so that I may understand the things you have taught my people. Let me learn the lessons you have hidden in every leaf and rock. I seek strength, not to be greater than my friend, but to fight my greatest enemy, myself. Make me always ready to come to you with clean hands and straight eyes. So when life fades as the fading sunset, may my spirit come to you without shame. Amen. Mm, Amen. Wow. That prayer says a lot. It has a lot in it to decipher in my world. The, The prayer within that prayer about having a clean hands and a clean heart, that's actually a scripture quote. Not that really? I'm sure it came from the, yeah, it's part of that. And I remember asking, and I can't even think of the guy's name right now. I was standing in line for healing at a conference and I go, I really want to grow deeper with God. I really want to just manifest God's presence in my life. And I said, you have any advice? And he goes, have clean hands and a clean heart before God. And so that scripture quote jumped out at me and now it's in this prayer. It really is about being pure to who you are and how we serve God. And do we make mistakes? Yes, we do. Sorry to hear that. And for me to acknowledge my weaknesses, to being humbled, it's not an easy thing sometimes to digest. <laughs> but when we pause, when we actually hear the voice of God, to me, that changes everything. It's a game changer. I have many beautiful, blessed people around me that I look for advice spiritual advice. But, and if it's favorable, it's like, okay, I, that, God's speaking through you and now I'll do it. But if it isn't, I still need to check in to God to say, is this my truth? Is this your truth? And when I get that direction, then I, then I can move mountains. Nothing's going to deter me from that. So, but it really tests that. And I have one of my favorite authors is Bill Johnson. And he's like a fifth generation Pentecostal preacher. It's like, well, maybe Pentecostal is not your thing. But what I glean from his writings is he's all about the presence of God. I mean, bottom line, it's just that. And I want to just read a, a little portion of what he had written. And it's, it's, this section is just called The Word of God. And it says, and most of us know this quote, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. There are two important things I want to point out in this great verse. First is the fact that faith comes from hearing, not from having heard. The second is faith doesn't necessarily come from hearing the word, like hearing your voice, hearing what other Mm -hmm. people say. Mm -hmm. 
Faith comes from hearing, period. Our capacity to hear comes from the Word of God. Being one who hears now is one who is in line with great faith. Our entire life is attached to his voice. Man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, which is Matthew's 4. And I mentioned that in our tonight's teleclass because when God speaks, when God breathes, when God declares things into our life, that's good as gold. When we have things that are being taken away from us, we need to, to hear God's voice that says, I am your delight, my daughter. I am your delight, my son. I will take care of this. That reassuring of the father, the mother, and to me, I go to the higher level of God, the father, God, the mother, and our divine mother, that those words will bring me peace because ultimately that's what we're looking for. And then whatever happens, we can live with. But it's sometimes we trip of our own self or we think we hear God and it's really not God, it's just our ego. So tonight, as we reflect on prayers for healing, as we reflect on gratitude of where we are in our life today and how we can, quote, make it better, is actually to hear the very voice of God says, you are my delight. I know, Darlene, that you have, I think, a, another one of yours is St. Therese of Lazoo. She has yes. some magnificent prayers. And I wonder if you'd like to share one. Absolutely. Thank you. It's 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 so interesting. And and Padre, you know when you say when we look at and and thank you for sharing that it, it, it resonates for the 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 energy, the grace is is so alive and as, as we are sharing I, I can speak for myself and and I I know Padre's heart. So we we are listening. We are listening to the divine and through the divine he, she is guiding us so that that depth within your heart is 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 coming out and 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 sharing and having the opportunity to heal in in every level that that is presented. It, it's it's being put before God. When you said when we reach to our our spiritual friends and our, our teachers and our and strong people of, of of faith and and power and when they share with us or give us what I do is I try it on. I try it on and if it if it fits then I know it it's there is it's always well intended but it may not fit at that moment, so I I try it on. If it fits, then I know it it is in in the depths or needs to be put in the deepest part of my heart. If if it doesn't, if it feels, mm, then then I still receive it, and I'm still grateful for receiving that. But yeah, I may not yeah, yeah, yeah. metabolize mm-hmm. it at that moment. I may, and and then I what I say is is. Okay, God, would you hang on to this until I need it? I know that you will bring it to me or give it to me or remind me when it's time and when when that force comes through, then it it is. So I, I just wanted to to add that, but Thank I have you. I it's so interesting when you said about Saint Therese of Lisieux. While you were reading, I was I I had her book in my hand. Ah, and yeah. The story of the soul. I know, isn't that? I just love how God works. So I, yeah. I had that in 
my hand and I asked her what spiritually asked her what 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 shall we share here and and what she guided me to was was something from St. John of the Cross in his canticle. Now, this is what I was guided to, to share here. On that glad night, in secret, for no one saw me, nor did I look at anything, with no other light or guide than the one that burned in my heart. This guided me more surely than the light of noon to where he was awaiting me. Him I knew so well there in a place where no one else appeared. Mm. So, so now I have to ask, why did she? It, it just, of course I don't. I, it's like going in, in that sacred space, going in the, the healing. And, and as, again, as we are still, still processing and preparing, for processing from the retreat, and then preparing for Thanksgiving and sitting at the table, hopefully with the intention and the gratitude and the love that holds the holiday, and then moving into the the Christmas and and having Advent, yeah. which is one of my favorites. I know. And, yeah, mine too. And, oh, we can feel it already that that we have it. And the another one of my my favorites is is Meister Eichhardt, who had in his everyday mysticism, apprehend God in all things, for God is in all things. Mm. Every single creature is full of God and is a book about God. That's oh, what you wow. were saying. That's what you were just talking about. Wow. That's so rich in its understanding and in the simplicity of that. Because what I'm learning myself is the pay attention to just everyday life. It's that's where God resides. You know, I loved going to my prayer closet. I loved going to my prayer chair, like Ron Roth did. He he taught me that. We all had our chair to sit in, and he had his coffee. So did I. But we read our scriptures, prayed the rosary, or just read spiritual readings that just illuminated our our faith. And it continues. I continue that from today till today and we'll do it tomorrow there is a place where i call it the secret place that we all meet god and hopefully you have that in your own home or in your own practice whether you go to church or not that doesn't matter it's about meeting god where god wants us to have communion with him or her however you see god but it really is that place where it creates miracles because without that jesus came to actually bring miracles even though miracles happen but it, it got people's attention that if they're healed, they only knew one way, and that was to have sacrifices. Once a year, you can confess, and hopefully then God would forgive your sin. And then you had to wait a whole another year in order to do the same thing. Because how many times we, quote, miss the market every day, let them have to wait a whole year to be forgiven. So Jesus made a, a pathway for us to have access to the divine. And that I'm just eternally grateful for. But as we think about if we're sitting with family or friends, or maybe you're traveling for Thanksgiving and then out of the country, God's presence, you will have your family with you because you carried in the spirit. And God will meet you wherever you are. And you'll have family wherever you are as we tap into this grace because grace 
is abound, as the scripture says. Uh, we, as uh, believers in uh, the Christed one, we need to participate or have communion with God. And it will be at your dinner table. And hopefully it'll be good food because we all want good food. But fellowship, relationships are so important. That's why my one of my younger sisters passed away in February. And now this is really the first holiday that she will be missing. And it tugs my heart. I remember. And it's that little law, just like your mother or whoever, who's ever listening to this call, you have, a, whether it was a friend, maybe it was a pet, doesn't matter. But this, the loss that we felt can be filled in that emptiness, that surrender, which we just talked about, to allow grace to fill that emptiness, that dwelling, that loss, because that's where the treasure is. And so that's my blessing for each of you is when this sadness, when this discomfort comes upon us, if it does, we can rest in God. Says God, just reveal that to me because I want to find the treasure in this and which comes freedom, which comes love and understanding. There is a great love out there, the, the great Shema for the Jewish people. Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one, and you shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and you shall love thy neighbor as thyself. So that's the great commission. And if we can live that in our lives, first God, reach out to love for others, and we will reflect that in our own spiritual being. And Ron Roth always says, well, we can't give love if we don't have it. So that's why it's so important to experience that relationship with the divine, the love, so now we have something to give it away. And just reflect that on your at your Thanksgiving dinner, wherever you are. And maybe those that might even be listening to this call might not have a place to go. We just allow the Holy Spirit to now extend that invitation to the highways and to the byways. Just invite them in and allow spirit beings to bring people into your lives, our lives, to enrich us so we can feel love by the Heavenly Father, the Heavenly Mother. It's by grace alone. One of the other authors that I have a list of 120 or whatever it is of my favorite authors <laughs> or spiritual enlightenment people, but Paul Farini, he has a oh, section yes. on yes. surrender invites grace. And I just want to read a portion of this because I think it, it matters in our relationship, especially during the holidays, because a lot of our, we have sweet memories, and then we have those other memories. <laughs> and I don't need to highlight those, because we all have them, our discomforts. Yes. We wish things could be different. But he talks about surrender invites grace. And he says this, now as we are aware of our judgments, fears, desires, and expectations as they come up, we see how we resist life and push it away. And we have learned to hold all of this gently and with compassion. We don't beat ourselves up for having fear or judgment or for making mistakes. We have learned to take a deep breath, sink down through all the transgressions of consciousness to rest in the truth of our being. Moment by moment, we find a way to accept and accommodate whatever life brings our way. Sometimes that might mean taking a step back. Sometimes it might mean taking a step forward. We do the best we can with the understanding that we have at the time, yet we know that life is our teacher and that we will always have more to learn. When life, pre when life brings us unexpected challenges, 
we use them to grow in understanding and compassion for ourselves and others. And I just want to just reflect on that in a moment right now and let that truth go down deep. Maybe we had a falling out this week with our best friend, with our spouse, with our partner. Maybe it was a person at work. And the Holy Spirit is knocking on our hearts right now, desiring to, to have an invitation to come in to our lives, to bring us peace, to unwrap the, the present, the treasure that's within us. If we allow surrender, which invites grace, if we can let go, of whatever situation that was and allow grace to take over your life, my life, our life will reflect the divine love of God and he'll make a way to set us free, to set them free so we can love again tomorrow. Just there's that, that spirit right now is just walking you through the process right now. And it's in this holy moment that God is present. So let that healing love, the healing balm of the Holy Spirit, to help us remember our part, not theirs, our part. And what we can offer is surrender. And let God take over. And the miracle unfolds. So thank you, God, for your living presence in our homes, in our hearts, in our relationships. And with gratitude, we say thank you for this pause tonight as we bless those around us and give thanks. Thank God for everything. Not just some things, everything. It's in that measure of grace where there's not good or bad, there's God. Darlene, the I think you have something to say about counting counting prayers. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I and thank you. That was beautiful, Padre. It's beautiful. I I love Thank you listening and and opening it's you're the real deal and and allowing that presence through through the humility comes the 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 great voice and and the power that's held within the wisdom that unless we get out of the way we we don't we yeah, don't hear it I agree but I, I do. <laughs> and I'm still learning that too oh, of course well, am I? Uh, (laughs) We can do it together, and that's the beautiful part of community. Yes, absolutely. I think it's the plan that that we walk, because then we we really are able to have the relationship with love through people, through each other, through family, through community, and Mm -hmm. and have that. And and when you speak of Jesus, that's where if, if we, at least in my own life, if there is major issues or when I hear the wailing, I that's where I know Jesus is because the healing is mm. coming through. 
And that reminds me of on our retreat two weeks ago, there was a a moaning, a groaning from a participant and she was actually a, a she was actually a catalyst for the whole group, our whole retreat mm-hmm. to be affected by the spirit or the voice that we had. And it it, it was profound for those who were, were there. So it was in yeah. that holy moment yeah. that God showed up. And it was a birthing is my experience. Mm, a, a absolutely. Very good. That, that it was was there. I do have this that I I did want to share. It's from Clarissa Pinkola Estes and and Untie the Strong Woman. Who Ooh, yeah. is her her work is about the Blessed Mother. And I I was guided to the counting prayer. And it, it how she has it in here is the counting prayer for those who love an imprisoned soul. And and doesn't have to literally imprisoned soul. I I'll just leave it like that and and read yeah. what the prayer is. Holy Mother, hurt, I am hurt by my own and for my own. Dearest Mother, please place your calming hand over my hand atop my frightened heart. Count with me, my lady, slowly count. One, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four until my heart slows to the same steady rhythm as your own immaculate heart. Your sweet, serene heart is bedecked with white flowers despite any sorrow. Let me learn from you. Let me be like you, dear mother. Remind me that my heart is calmed, not by remembering the travails, but by remembering the love. Help me to walk calmly as you did, scarred and yet strong as you did. This is my wish for my own soul and for the soul of my loved ones who may be imprisoned. With you, we all walk free. With you, there are no bars, walls, hopelessness of any kind. Only love and more love. Dearest Mother, please place your calming hand over my hand. Stop my frightened heart. Count with me, my lady. Slowly count with me, please. Synchronize my heartbeat to yours. One, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. Amin, amin, amin. Let it be so. May it be so. Let it be so. Please match my heartbeat to yours. One, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. Amen. Amen. I love the counting that she presents in that prayer because it it triggers something within me. It helps me to participate in that prayer. And, and Beautifully. The, it, it gives you an assignment. It, yes. it, it gives you an assignment as with the rosary or mala beads. Or yes, what, yes. Uh, 
you know, it, it gives us an assignment. It brings us home. It brings us to to the ancient mother. And I felt that essence, as I, I think I shared, that in our retreat on, on Friday, it just opened. And I could feel, I could feel the ancient mother. And when I was guided to this prayer for us, for our, our time together, the, the repetition, the counting, the assignment, the, the participation, but also you, you feel it, it goes in, into the, the heart and has a place to rest in the love. Mm. Darlene, one of my favorite places is to be prostrate on the floor. That Friday afternoon when we had the sukkah service, the Jewish yes. tradition, oh. it oh. was it was a home run. It was like, oh my God, I I actually had an experience of being thrust into the throne and being one of the angels that was saying, holy, oh. holy, holy unto you, and it just was a healing mantra for me. It's like I was just caught up in heaven, and it's like, oh my God. I mean, for those who want to extend a a warm welcome to, I call it my northerly neighbors. I'm in Illinois, so those in Wisconsin who are listening to this program, that you are cherished, you are loved. And if there's ever an opportunity that you can participate in any of our retreats, I think we bring the presence, we allow the presence of God to take hold of us. Sometimes there's that shaking, sometimes you're on the floor, but we're all about prayer. We're all about positioning people to enter into their prayer closet. We don't have one. We will show you a form. To me, it's not do this. It's about positioning you to experience God in whatever form, whatever ritual, whatever communication that is being given. We are led by the Holy Spirit. And to me, that there's a power and a presence that comes because without the presence, there's no power. And it's Mm -hmm. like, so when we can tap into the Holy of Holies, things change. And I got a couple of miracles that were reported from our last retreat. And it's like, I told one lady, I says, you're eating up all the miracles here. (laughs) You know, why do you get, she had four of them. It's like, oh my my goodness. I'm looking for one. But (laughs) if when we're open, God just deposited these gifts. And yes, it's over time that these miracles happen, but in a holy moment, there it is. So it is about cleaning out our temples, which is our own anger, our resentment, our fear, our depression, whatever's on our list. Let's make it a point before Thanksgiving to go before God and just bring that to his attention, even though he knows it himself, herself, but it's one of our acts of our wills mm-hmm. that we say, okay, I always say, place your gift on the altar or place your burden on the altar because God consumes the fu- when the fire falls, it consumes the offering. So whatever we have, good or bad, let's place it on that altar tonight. So God in his consuming fire, because fire represents transformation, renewal, restoration. It burns away the stuff that has no importance anymore and allows new graces. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't I want to see a Thanksgiving dinner with family and friends in a different light? And the joy of the Lord become my strength, our strength. Yes. And I don't have to grieve my sister. She's part of this celebration. You don't have to grieve your loved ones. They're part of the celebration. So Holy Spirit, just allow us to rise above like incense and rise above my own chaos, my own insecurity, my own fear, and allow your grace 
as we tap into God's love right now. So just holy, holy, holy unto you, O Lord our God. I just really sense now we're going to move into the healing part of this. I think the whole hour has been healing, but specifically for spiritual healing, physical healing, emotional healing. Because I really sense God desires to breathe through us right now. So just as Darlene had given us instructions with cholesterol, the count one, two, three, four, let's just breathe in God and let go of our stuff. Then breathe in God and let go of our stuff. Just the act of the will. God takes us at our word. So when we follow the, the movement of the Holy Spirit, things begin to shift in us, our attitudes and the hardening of the heart. We can just allow, we can break open this hard heart and allow now grace to heal the wound, the discomfort, the judgment, the fear. And allow Holy Spirit come. So if you want to place a hand on your heart as a point of contact and allow this divine grace, this divine energy that actually raised Jesus from the dead can raise you to a new place in your life. Maybe it's a physical healing you're looking for. God says, let there be light. Bring healing. Bring healing to every part of your body. The discomfort on the bones. I don't know if people have problems with their bones, but God wants to begin to do a, a miraculous healing in your bones. I don't know if you have it broken or sprained or whatever, but God, God says, I am doing something in the bones. Maybe some person has bone cancer. I speak directly now to that cancer. I break its hold now through the name of Jesus. Be gone. Set her free. Set her free. Set her free. And anyone who has cancer, come Holy Spirit. Let the baptism of the Holy Spirit, your divine light, your divine light, transmute the, the sickness, the dis-ease, and in its place, something to rise above the chaos of the family. Rise above it now and allow, see what God sees. And God sees you as whole and complete, healthy and whole. That's your future. Your past is over. When we stand at the throne of grace, God's going to ask you, what did you do? And hopefully our response is, I love beyond measure, beyond myself. I allow your grace, your love to use me, use us as a community of believers in God. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the spirit of diabetes. I break its hold now. Spirit of infirmity, I break its hold over these bodies. The emotional component, I break it now. The trauma, I break the trauma in the name of Jesus and allow the grace of God, the angels, the assistance of the angels, and the light beings. God, you're on call now. The angels and light beings, it's your work being done by the Heavenly Father, the Heavenly Mother. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for cleansing, for renewing, restoring, restoring broken relationships. Don't be surprised that a call will come in and your friend or, quote, enemy, the one you've lost contact with or have been not speaking, the door will open. Because of this prayer tonight, you opened your heart to the more. And it's in that. It's our sweet surrender. Then by grace, the invitation goes out. Surrender. And then by grace, the 
Holy Spirit takes us. I thank you, O Lord our God. I bless your gatherings, your weekend gathering. I bless your shopping. That can be a very chaotic thing. But divine guidance, divine will take over. And so you're going to flow with the Spirit. Not your agenda, even though you have your list, but God's agenda. And he will place you in such spectacular sales and no lines that you'll be dumbfounded, knowing that now you're hearing the voice of the Spirit. Remember, we talked about that in the beginning of this program, hearing God's voice. He, she will lead you to a place of perfect peace, perfect gift, for the treasure will be unwrapped. So whether it's your eating with your family, whether it's your shopping, whether you're just putting up Christmas decorations, whatever it is, there's going to be a joy unspeakable that will begin to stir in our hearts. I just bless relationships. I thank you, O Lord, our God. I bless those who have gone before us. We cherish them. Because God, they're in the realm of God, the God conscious. So we celebrate them and the gift they were in our lives. But they want us to grow. They want us to see beyond their past into our future. So we bless this gathering. We bless our homes. We bless our finances. We bless our careers. We bless our relationships, especially with God. So let the seed of thy grace, O Lord, be planted in our soul. And we let life to the fullest begin again in us. Darlene, do you want to close with a healing prayer? Thank you. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for all. There is a a moment right now where truth, I am so full and almost speechless. And in that, I know the silence holds the light. The silence holds you, dear divine God. We love you so much and open even when you're afraid, when we Mm. don't know. When we have the strength, we have the weakness, you are there. Every breath comes through. Every breath brings life. And for this, we are grateful. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Darlene, for being our special guest tonight and being a part and showing us our prayer closet. Thank Thank our audience for listening in. Yes, thank you all. Yes, means so much to all of us. Yes, and may you have a blessed Thanksgiving holiday and the rest of your life. Namaste, our friends.